All right. Welcome back to another episode of Love It There. We just want to start off this episode by thanking all of you guys for the positive feedback that you gave us on our first episode. Um, We weren't really sure what to expect, what people were going to think, but everyone that reached out to us said that they liked it. I mean, obviously people aren't going (laughs) to reach out to us and be like, that was so bad, but... We were very pleasantly surprised with the amount of people that said it was entertaining, said they enjoyed it. So that was really great to hear. Yeah, they didn't have to reach out to us at all. I mean, like a decent amount of people texted us and were like, you know, giving their kind words, which was awesome. You guys are so nice, so great. Um, I will say that we did actually, I think I saw at least one review, like somebody actually, which, okay. Thank you so much for everybody that texted us. Like, that was very, very, very sweet. Um, But the actual review on a podcast platform was great as well. And Hallie, I think uh, they're showing their allegiance because whoever left the review is SpartyFan001. So where all your IU (laughs) fans at? I don't know. I think they were... Yeah. All my IU people need to step it up and show some support. Leave some reviews. Yeah. (laughs) MSU fans coming in strong, so I appreciate it. They said, great first episode. Love the content. Keep it coming. Five stars. I don't know who this is, but thank you. Was it Jackson? (laughs) Okay. Jackson is a big supporter of the podcast, which is very sweet. I'm very grateful. He did not tell me that he left a review. Although he would name himself, actually, he would probably name himself like Spartan Dog, not <laughs> like D A W G, not Sparty Fan. So, but maybe it was him. I don't know. I actually, I actually don't know. Whoever you are, thank you, thank you for your kind words and your positive <laughs> review. It actually means so much. So, yeah. um, okay, but today's episode is going to be super fun. Finally, get to tell Hallie about a little bit of my. Switzerland details. So, um, Jackson and I spent just over a week in Switzerland, but we spent the majority of time in Interlaken and the Jungfrau region. So that's what um, I have. Lots of stories, lots of fun, fun thoughts to share about that area. So I'm super excited for today's episode. Yeah, I can't wait to hear because, like I said in the last episode, Kelsey's told me nothing about this trip. Like actually, nothing. So I've been waiting patiently for us to do the podcast on it so I can actually hear what happened. But so far, I've seen like two pictures from the whole trip, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, we got a fun episode ahead of us. All right. Let's get into today's episode on Interlocking. Okay, Kels. Um, so what do you want to start with? Do you want to just tell us why you loved Switzerland sure. so much? Yeah. So first of all, okay, so I had never been to Switzerland. I felt like lots of people talk about Switzerland as being so amazing. And so I wasn't really sure. You know, you see all these pictures that just look so beautiful, but I didn't know if it was, you know, how much of that is edited and is that caught on the perfect time and whatever. Right. But truly, the place is even more magical than the pictures look. I mean, it looks fake. It looks like some place that would only exist in movies and not in real life. And I, every single view and time I was just looking out at the Swiss countryside, I just kept being like, are you kidding me? Is this real right now? The colors are just insane because I feel like in the US or really the only mountains that I've really seen are kind of like out west or rocky desert area but in switzerland they're in this lush green pasture rolling hills of just green 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 land and then these huge mountains come out of it and then they have the snow top so they're the brown and gray mountains and then the green grass and then the white white snow and then the blue skies i mean it's just and then the blue waters like all the rivers and all the lakes are just such bright turquoise blue everything just looks unreal yeah the well the one picture that you sent me of 
the it was like the river was going through the city and I asked you I was like what do they put in the water to make it so right. blue and you were like oh no that's just like from the glaciers like it makes it that bright blue color but it seriously looks so yeah. fake it looks like when you turn the saturation up on your photos that the blue gets so yeah. blue but yeah I guess it's the from the glacier water that when that melts that makes the water so turquoise blue and it's so pretty but I mean, on top of that, something else is everything was so clean. There was no trash. Like the wa- there's water fountains everywhere where you can just stick your water bottle under and just drink the fresh, cold, cold That's glacier nice. water. And it tastes so good. And I just felt like people that the earth is so beautiful there or just the countryside and everything is so beautiful. I felt like people just respected it more and just didn't trash things, didn't throw things around. Everything was in pristine condition, which was, that was another thing that I was like, is this place real? Like, where am I? It was so (laughs) wild. A simulation. No, it felt like, yeah, I don't know, but it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. But that's so cool. Yeah. So I mentioned like the Jungfrau region. So Jungfrau is one of the highest mountains in Switzerland. Um, And so it draws like a lot of tourism um, to that area. There's a lot, a lot to do in that area. And so Interlaken is one of the cities, but then there's also um, like Grindelwald and Lauterbrunnen are other valley towns in that area. And then there's like a couple of mountain towns, Wengen and Murin, um, that are all kind of in that Jungfrau region. Those would all be great places to stay because they're all really close together and there's so much to do in that area. Um, but we ended up getting an Airbnb in the Interlaken area. So where in Switzerland is Interlaken? Like what So it's pretty much right in the middle. So Interlaken literally means between lakes. So there's two lakes and Interlaken is this city that sits right in between. And this is, yeah, right kind of in the middle of Switzerland. We flew into Zurich and then we stayed um, a little bit in Lucerne area. And then we took a train down to Interlaken. Um, I think there maybe is a Burn airport that maybe is a little bit closer to Interlaken, but it's just not as big as Zurich. So I feel like most of the major flights from the U.S. are going to come in through Zurich. Okay, so you mentioned all the there's a bunch of villages like right in the same area. So why did you choose specifically to stay in Interlaken versus any of the other towns? So I looked in um, Lauterbrunnen and Murin area because I had heard a lot of good things about more of like the mountain valley towns because Interlaken's a little bit further out. Um, And honestly, I was looking so far in advance, but they're just not big. So they don't have a lot of options. And everything was booked out pretty much when I was looking. Um, Or they were just super, super expensive because there's a high demand and there's not a lot of places to stay. So they know they can upcharge people. Um, And I don't know, we went over Labor Day as well. So I don't know if that was like a little bit pricier as far as like some of the places. Um, But Interlaken is more of like a city as opposed to a little mountain or valley town. So there's just tons more options and it was a little bit more affordable. But we actually, so like I mentioned, Interlaken's right in between the two lakes, but we actually stayed in a town called Nidereed, which is two train stops away from Interlaken, actually on the lake. And I feel like that has its pros and cons. So if you stayed in Interlaken, I don't think anywhere, because they don't really have really high rise places. I don't think you could see the lakes from anywhere in Interlaken. Whereas we stayed in this little Airbnb that was on the lake. And so it was more peaceful, quiet. It was, I personally would recommend that. I would do that again, but it just kind of depends on what you want. Like we stayed in a little town. There was one restaurant that I don't think was open at all when we were there. Maybe because I think it, we got in on a Sunday, pretty sure it was closed. And then it was also closed on Monday. So maybe it was open Tuesday, Wednesday when we were there. But yeah, there was one restaurant in the town that was closed. There was one grocery store in the town that was closed. So it's like... What? Why was everything it's closed? It's just literally a super small town that they can't work every day. Like that's their weekend. I, guess, I don't know. 
So yeah. So luckily our Airbnb host, we got so lucky. We stayed in two different Airbnbs in Switzerland and our Airbnb hosts were amazing. They were so nice. So our one for this Airbnb, she picks us up from the train station because the walk up to the Airbnb was like really steep uphill and we had our suitcases and stuff. So she picked us up from um, the train station and drove us back to the Airbnb. And then she's like, I'm running to the grocery store and I have to go to the one in Interlaken because the one here in our town is closed on Sunday. So do you guys like want me to drive you? And so we just got in the back of her minivan with her two kids and she drove us into town to go to the grocery store with her kids. Two little kids. They were so cute and they were trying to talk to us. But yeah, it was it was really cute. So is the place is Interlock and they speak German? They're not French. Don't they speak French in certain parts? Yeah, they most of Switzerland speaks German. So when we stayed in Lucerne, that was all German. And then um in Interlaken, it's mostly German too. When we went to Geneva, that was all French, which I'll talk about that on the Geneva episode. But Geneva was very, very different than Lucerne and Interlaken area and like the Swiss countryside. That was felt very German, German influence. Um, but but also very Swiss. The Swiss aesthetic that you think about with the little flower pots under all the windows and the brown houses and the cows everywhere with their little cowbells. That is truly how it is. That's not even just like a little small part. All of the Swiss countryside that we saw is like that. And that's where it's like, is this real? This is so cute. And that's crazy. That's how it all was. It was amazing. But that's so yeah. cool. So what okay, but so staying on and this little town of Nidoreed, the lake, you can actually, and I feel like this is how all the lakes are in Switzerland, that, I mean, most of them are just like public lake, public lakes. You can just go swim in them. And so Jackson and I just one morning, we just walked down to the lake and there's a dock that's sitting in the middle of the lake. And we just go and swim out to the dock and we're just laying on the dock and it's in such good condition. Like, I feel like something in the United States would be, there'd be like, It'd be torn up or there'd just be like grossness all over it or graffiti. Yeah, I mean, or, if it's public. Yeah, I mean, it would just be just disgusting. I don't know. But this dock was in perfect condition. I mean, we were like laying down on it, you know, and it felt so clean. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It just it, – I liked being out in that smaller town because we just like left our stuff on the bench and we swam out to this dock in the middle of the lake and we felt totally fine about leaving our stuff out there. And we just had such a perfect, calm day and it was so – it was just so nice. And I feel like if you stayed in one of the bigger spots, then you'd have to be like – you know, there'd just be other people around you or whatever. But we like basically had that whole area to ourselves. Yeah, that's crazy to think about because anything I've ever known in Europe is like the whole time I was there, I was always so on edge and so hyper aware of everyone around me because I literally saw like when we went to the beach, I saw people's stuff get stolen right in Mm -hmm. front of me. Like people were everywhere just trying to snatch people's stuff. So the fact that you just like left your stuff on a bench that like triggers like anxiety in me and I was nervous about it that's crazy but at the same time I was like I feel like it's different here and I don't want to set anybody up to then be dumb and then get stuff (laughs) stolen yeah but also it's just different I mean just know where you're at if you're in a more touristy spot you have to be more careful we were in a little bit we we were with the locals like the only two other people we saw at that lake were locals so it's like and then same when we were in Lucerne and the countryside over there it's like we were with living with the locals which I loved but when we went to Geneva that's a huge city we you know whatever we stuck out we were tourists and so you have to be more careful in places like that so just know where you're at and be careful okay but I want to get to this story because this is the story that I've been holding back from you that I would have told you yeah I've been dying (laughs) okay so the first morning that we were in Interlaken so Jackson and I saw this thing on Instagram a long time ago of this thing called a Via Ferrata, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically like kind of like a high ropes course, like 
on a mountain, like on the side of a mountain. So you're, you're, you have a harness on and you're clipped in, so you can't really fall. Um, but it has like, I mean, you walk around the edge of this mountain cliff. You're over 1300 feet in the air walking on the side of a mountain. And then there's like a zip line and there's bridges. You're going over waterfalls, up and down ladders. Like it's like crazy, but whatever. We saw it on Instagram. Sounds intense. Very intense. Saw it on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like where we're going. We should do this. And so we've been talking about it. God, I'm so scared. We've been talking about it for so long that the first night we get into Interlochen and I'm like, okay. And we hadn't booked anything ahead of time because I'm like, I just didn't know how we were going to be feeling or whatnot. So I'm like, okay, we're in Interlochen now. Let's just do it tomorrow. Like, let's do it our first day. Let's just get it over with. Like, we've told so many people that we're going to do this. Like, we just need to do it. And so we booked it for the first morning that we're in Interlochen. So this is in the Via Ferrata starts off in Murin, which is one of the mountain towns. So Lauterbrunnen, I feel like that's like all over Instagram and that's famous. It's got the big little or the skinny waterfall that's really tall. And that was the um, inspiration for Lord of the Rings. And the Hobbit is Lauterbrunnen, which is the valley town. And then on either side of the valley are the two mountain towns, Wengen and Murin. So Murin was where we started in the Via Ferrata. Murin is a no-car town because you have to take a gondola up to the mountain town. So there's no way cars can get there. That's so fun. It was so perfect. And we got there really early because our Via Ferrata started at like 9. So we got there at like 8-something. So it was so quiet and so peaceful. There was no cars. And it's super – Murin's super small. So there wasn't a ton of tourists at all. It was basically like the people that were in the group doing the Via Ferrata. So that's crazy. And it's a higher elevation. So it was a little bit chilly. So it felt like fall and it was so quiet and peaceful. And it was such a, oh, that oh my gosh. So yeah, nice. it was amazing. But okay. So we, this Via Ferrata. So we are with a group. There was eight of us, I think. And we have a guide. And so he tells us, you know, what to do. Okay, clip in and you have your two carabiners and you unclip one and clip to the next part before you unclip the other one, right? So you're always clipped in. But apparently like some of the high ropes courses and things around here, like in the States, don't let you unclip the second one until you've clipped the first one in. This was not like that. Yeah, I've done one like that. No, this was not like that. You could unclip both if you wanted to. And so you had to like really pay. Oh, I can see where this is going. <laughs> now, I feel like I'm setting it up to expect you. Jackson and I are both alive. Neither of us died. But um, <laughs> so so the the guide was first and then it was me and then it was Jackson. Well, one of the girls in our group was like having trouble. I don't know what, but she needed some help. So the guide goes back oh, to God. her. And so I'm first now. So I'm like, okay, here we go. And for the most part, you're just kind of hiking. It's just a normal hike and you're just getting used to the clipping on clipping. But then we get to the part where we're literally on the edge of a cliff. So high. I mean, the homes down at the bottom of the valley are specks. I mean, it is there. We're so high up. And how long did this the take? The whole hike took two hours. This part was oh. like pretty short, but trust me, it got the got the heart beating plenty. So there's like <laughs> little things stuck into the side of the mountain that are footholds. And then otherwise, it's just like the wire that we're carabining onto. So we're just like walking on these little footholds. And the height thing Obviously, it's scary, but I had seen enough pictures and videos, and it looked just like the pictures and videos. Like when you see that, that's not like a depth perception problem that the camera can't pick up. It's as it, you're as high as those look in the cam in the videos. So that part was okay because I was used to that, and I also just like try was trying not to look down. But the two scary parts were the things that were stuck into the wall or into the mountain. Some of them were like a little wobbly. So I'm like, are these even in here? Am I going to step on this and then it's just going to fall out from under me? And then I'm just hanging on these two carabiners? Like, 
wait, what would happen if you like were just hanging from the wire? Like, how do you get back? I don't. Up I don't know if hanging the, on the guide side of would try to like climb over all the other people and get to me and like pull me up. I don't know. Thankfully, we didn't have to figure that out. But. Can you imagine you're just like dangling there and then it takes him like five minutes to even get to you because he has to climb over people and you're just no. like dangling on Absolutely the mountain. Absolutely not. So we're clipping on clipping and <laughs> I just hear Jackson go, <laughs> which, okay, by the way, I'm going to make fun of Jackson a little bit in these stories, but I've already asked him multiple times if I can tell these stories on the podcast and he said yes. Because okay, so you're in the, in the clear. He knows it's for the content. <laughs> so if I'm being a little, I'm just gonna tease him a little bit. Okay, I'm on the okay, edge sorry. of my seat. I know seat. I'm taking way too long. I need to get to the end of the story. <laughs> okay, well the first, this is not really whatever. I just thought this was funny. He, we're like clipping on clipping. He's like, Kels, are your hands sweaty? I'm like, Yep. He's like, Yeah, mine are really wet. I'm like, Okay, you just need to focus. <laughs> You just need to focus on what you're doing because then in my head, that's when I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to fumble and think he's clipping one in and then unclip the other one. And then he's going to be loose up there hanging like just, yeah, I was like, if he unclips both of them accidentally, because you're so in your head, you're like freaking out in this moment. Like, I'm just literally, I'm like, just focus on what you're doing. Focus on what you're doing. And I'm like, his sweaty hands, he's going to drop his carabiner and then unclip his other one because he's not thinking. Anyways, we got to the end. So the video that I took, we we got through with no issues. Everybody survived. That was such a, okay, that was good. such a buildup for nothing. Honestly, we were all fine, but it was, it was very <laughs> scary. But the video, I got a video. So we had the GoPro. And I forgot to look at our footage because Jackson was in charge of the GoPro on that part. So I don't think we probably got any good footage. But when I finish, then I like turn around and whip out my camera and get Jackson finishing. So I do have a video of that. But that's like at the end when we're like basically off the side of the cliff. So you can't even tell how like crazy it was. But I do have that video that at least I can share. So that part was fun. And then we get to this bridge so there's a couple different bridges but we get to this bridge at the very end i feel like oh i feel like i'm gonna butcher this story because i was cracking up but i feel like (laughs) nobody else is gonna laugh (laughs) but okay so i'm still first so the bridge is like it's like a suspension bridge and when you first start, the suspension parts are so high up that I couldn't reach on my left side. So it was like open to this. And we're walking over this gorge thing, like a waterfall. And I mean, we're like that high up and we're just walking over this bridge over nothing. And so you could only clip into the one side. So I felt really unsteady on my left side. So that was scary. And the bridge is like wobbling all over so high up in the air. And so then you just have to like carabine down until I could get to the part where I could hold on with both hands. And then that part felt fine. I was stable. I was holding on with both hands. The bridge was still wobbly, especially when people start getting on behind me, then they're wobbling it more. And so that was like, I don't know, it just felt unsteady, but I'm holding on with both hands. I'm carabined in. We're fine. So I get through to the end and then I turn around <laughs> and Jackson still like at the beginning i mean this bridge is long you guys <laughs> and um i felt him when he stood got on the bridge behind me i knew exactly where i was at on the bridge i had like just gotten started and he's getting on behind me and i finish the whole bridge <laughs> and he's still way at the beginning and i turn back and what's he, he doing step one foot in front of the other so slowly he's <laughs> moving so slow and I just see him breathing like puffing his cheeks out like these big breaths like like big time like trying to calm himself down walking so slow and the girl that was like struggling that needed the guide to help her she's the one that's behind him and she's just like waiting (laughs) waiting waiting for him to go and he's going so slow he will tell you he will tell you that he was enjoying the view 
and nobody else was enjoying the view like he did. And that's right, why he was right. going so slow. Yeah. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so it was you, and then was he right behind you? Yes. So I filmed him. So you were the first yes. one. And I filmed him basically crossing the whole everyone... bridge because that's how fast I was, and he had just started. So he held up yes. the entire yes. line. <laughs> But he got a good view. He was enjoying the view. He was enjoying the view. Exactly. So that was hilarious. I feel like if you – by the way, we have a YouTube. Well, we show these podcast episodes on YouTube and we add a little bit more video content. So this I'll put – well, I guess I have to ask Jackson if I can put the video of him on the bridge on the YouTube. He said I could tell the story, but hopefully I can put the video because I feel like that really goes full circle and people maybe will laugh and not just be like, okay, that's not that funny. But I thought it was hilarious because <laughs> I like zoom way in on him and you see his cheeks puffing out because he's breathing so hard. <laughs> we need to put it on the Instagram okay, too. Yeah. If he, if he I'll gives ask, permission. I'll ask because we have so many followers. It's really going everywhere. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. The people are going to love it. Yes. But the Via Prada, I totally recommend. As long as you don't get, like, too freaked out about heights. I mean, it was super, super fun. And if you like a little bit of an adrenaline rush, it was awesome. And the views are honestly beautiful. Like I said, we're walking over waterfalls. I mean, you're so high up. It was It was gorgeous. So super fun. That sounds so cool. I'm so jealous. It was so fun. And then after that, we had the best lunch. So all the places we – I mean, any pretty much anywhere you eat in the Swiss countryside is going to have beautiful views of the mountains and everything. But yeah, our lunch, we had what's called like Alpine macaroni. It has some German name. um, But it's basically – penne noodles with cheese, really good Swiss cheese, and then like caramelized onions. And I forget what else is in there, but all of their pasta dishes, they serve with applesauce, which with like homemade like apple goodness. And interesting. Okay, but Hallie, don't you feel like grandma and grandpa, we always would eat like applesauce and macaroni or applesauce and stuff like yeah so i'm like it's a german now thing now that i like think about yeah. it yeah so it really oh, made me oh my gosh our german i know heritage. it made me feel like it was a little taste of home whenever i'd eat like pasta with applesauce there i was like oh this reminds me of grandma oh that's so cute yeah. but i was like this is a move i should bring this back to the united states it was so good actually it's a nice little Honestly, sweet and salty I miss applesauce. yeah and their applesauce yeah. is really good so yeah we got the alpine macaroni and a good bratwurst and had beautiful um beautiful views with the mountains in the background so that was a nice reward for our hard work after the hike <clears throat> that sounds so good and then I feel like a lot of people talk about how expensive Switzerland is. Um, yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Did you feel like it was or no? I mean, okay, so there's lots of places you can vacation to that are going to be way cheaper for sure. If you're going to big touristy spots in Europe, it was pretty comparable to a lot of like the big time tourist destinations I felt like. However... In Switzerland, you, like, don't really tip. So, basically, the cost is including tip. I mean, they're, like, you – I mean, we talked to several people that worked in Switzerland, and they were, like, only tip if you're, like, somebody goes above and beyond and, you know, which is what a tip truly should be. The tipping culture in the United States is crazy. And in Switzerland, it's, like – you tip if you feel like it, but you really, really, really don't have to. So if you take like you go out to dinner and you get drinks and an entree and then you tip 20% on top of that, that would be like the equivalent of what you're spending in Switzerland, I feel like. So okay. if you're getting like a decent meal. So so like base price, it probably looks more right. expensive. But when you take into account that that includes tax, tax and tip. or tip or yeah then it's really like, yeah the it's same. not that crazy but the other thing about food costs is 
we basically, the portion sizes, if you go to like a sit down restaurant are huge. Like they, it's, and it's like Swiss, Swiss food is comfort food. It's like meat, potatoes, and cheese. So these are filling things, right? So we would basically eat a quick breakfast at our Airbnb and then we'd go out and do whatever we're doing for the day, hiking or whatever. And then after we finish hiking, it's like kind of middle of the afternoon. We, you know, we snack on our hike or whatever. And then we get done with the hike. It's early afternoon. We eat like a big meal and then we're pretty much set for the rest of the day. So it's not like, you know, and we had like some groceries back at our Airbnb that we snack on when we got home too. But it's like, if you're just spending one meal out a day, then it's not crazy. I feel like it's, it was not that expensive. Oh yeah. That's like, if you're able to just do one meal where you're eating out each day, that's like not bad at all. So that's why I recommend is kind of doing it that way and get like a decent meal when you do go out. Also some menus, if you're getting like lunch or if you're going around lunchtime, they have lunch prices, which are the same exact portion sizes as dinner, but they're cheaper because you're going at lunchtime. So you can get the same food for cheaper if you go for out for lunch and not for dinner. So, okay. So then I'll talk about a little bit more about Lauterbrunnen. So Murin was the little mountain town that we did the Via Ferrata in. That's where we had the Alpine macaroni. And then we take the little gondola back down to Lauterbrunnen, which is the valley town in the middle. That's the one where it's the inspiration for the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, that kind of thing. And I heard so many good things about Lauterbrunnen. And I was a little bit disappointed. I definitely liked Mirren better. Lauterbrunnen felt way more touristy and it was way more crowded. And I don't know, it just felt really congested and like, it's not that big, but there was a lot of people there. And I felt like if you take the gondolas up to Mirren, like not everybody's going to do that. And so that really brings just like a select few people who are going up there to like go on a hike or do something. And the people down in, you know, Waterbrunnen, they're, I don't know, like there's this little hike that you can do up behind the waterfall. It's not really a hike, but you need like hiking shoes. This is my advice. If you go anywhere in the Switzerland, like mountain valley towns honestly just always have hiking stuff on because you never know when you're gonna come across a trail or something that's like everything's hilly and so you're not gonna want to be wearing your like converse or doc martens that people were wearing trying to hike up behind this waterfall i'm like yeah i'm like whereas when you go up into these mountain towns i felt like people were a little bit more serious and I just yeah. get too annoyed with tourists sometimes, even though I am one. But I'm like, yeah, I'm like you're being like a judgmental European when you're literally the tourist. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but just but let me be wear, judgmental. Wear, wear your hiking boots. That's that's my two cents. So, <laughs> okay. but yeah, we didn't stay in Lauterbrunnen too long. Um, and then we went over to the other mountain town, which is called Wengen, which Wengen was my favorite of like those three spots. It was so cute. And I can't really even put my finger on why I really liked that better than Mirin. I felt like the views were just a little bit better. Actually, I probably do know why. So the waterfall in Lauterbrunnen is on the Mirin side. So when you're sitting up in this mountain town in Murin, you're looking down the valley, but you can't really see the waterfall because it's like below you. Whereas when you're across the valley in Wengen, you're looking over and you see the waterfall and you see Lauterbrunnen down below. And it's like, it's like Niagara Falls, how they say like, like on the American side, the good view is like below the American side. So they say it's better to go to Canada. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and Wengen's another no-car town, so you have to take the little gondola up. So, what do people live there in yeah, those towns? so you just have to – I mean, it's a really small little community, and you just take the little – or Wengen, you take a train up, but there's no way to take cars up there. So, you just have okay. to – if you live there and work there, you park down in, like, Lauterbrunnen or down in the valley, and you take the train up there, and yeah. And then you just have to yeah. walk or bike? You walk. I mean, it's so small. It's really small. Okay. But it was so cute. That's like so hard for me to even imagine. Yeah. I mean, these towns are really small, but 
you do a lot of walking. I mean, that's what I'm like. And it's hills too. So it's like wear good shoes and, you know, be ready. But yeah, but it was so cute. If I were to stay in one of those places, I would stay in Wengen. Okay. So yeah, that's a little bit about like those little mountain towns. The next day we like explored Interlaken a little bit more, like the city of Interlaken itself. And Interlaken, well, this whole area really has a ton of just outdoor activities. So you can paraglide, you can do skydiving, you can do um, bungee jumping, you can do those canyon swings where you like jump off the cliff and you just swing really far on this bungee thing. Oh my gosh, that looks so fun. Yeah, so there's I've seen so those. many opportunities to do all things like that. So if you're into anything adventure, that you'll have so much fun there. I want to bring something up because we had a listener question oh. sent on Instagram. And they asked about... So this was from somebody that has been to Switzerland, to Interlaken specifically. And she said that while she was there there were constantly people in the sky, like whether it was like skydiving or paragliding. Did you have the same thing? Like there were just always people doing literally I, you would actually, I don't think I ever looked up at the sky and there was not somebody there. And there's like tons. That's exactly what she said. So that's why Jackson and I ended up paragliding because we saw so many people paragliding. We're like, we got to do this. There's so many people doing this. Like we got to see what the hype's about. But it was really cool. So yeah, like when we were doing the Via Ferrata, you know, we're up so high and then we just look over and there's paragliders like coming down around us and stuff like that. Like, that's so yeah, crazy. We drove like 20 minutes up to the top of this mountain and then you get all hooked in and then you essentially just run off the edge and then the paragl- the parachute thing kind of lifts you up. And are you by no, yourself? You're with, a, you're with somebody, you... like strapped in with somebody. So okay. you're just like both together. And then they're yeah. like steer it. And he, the guy like let me steer it a little bit, but I was like, I don't want to steer this. Ooh. I'm like, please take the reins <laughs> back. But yeah that was really cool and it was unexpectedly i thought i was gonna feel like i don't like the harness or something was like pulling me and that i was gonna be uncomfortable but i was in this little seat and i was just like chilling sitting in this seat and i'm just like looking feeling like i'm flying and then when you do like flips it's like intense g forces which i was not expecting so if you get car sick you did yeah flips? You, like spin around and then we'd like do flips <laughs> around each other we were like coordinating and like doing all this stuff so oh my yeah, god it was so fun but yeah if you get like car sick That's or nauseous awesome. with like motion motion sickness don't do the flip because that was wild the rest of it i'm just sitting there and it was totally fine but when you're flipping and spinning, it was seriously, you're like, like the G-forces are unreal. Yeah, you don't even get, no. you don't even get like car sick or Mm-mm. motion sick ever. Like we grew up going on so many roller coasters and like neither of us have ever had a problem right. with and that. And it was intense. So I was so like, that's crazy. I mean, I was fine, but I was like, yeah, if you had a hard time with that, you'd probably throw up literally. <laughs> oh God. Can you <laughs> Yeah, imagine? that'd be disgusting. But yeah, paragliding was super fun. Uh, I think that was Jackson's favorite part. So why'd you decide to do that over skydiving? I personally, yes, I personally wanted to go skydiving because I'm like, I've wanted to go skydiving. I've never gone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, if you're going to go skydiving anywhere, go in Switzerland. Like, come on. I don't think yeah. you can get a more beautiful place. Although I will say we ended up not because – it was going to be $500 a person and we were like, okay, we're already like spending a lot of money, you know, doing this whole trip. So we ended up doing paragliding, which in hindsight, I think skydiving, well, I don't know. Maybe people who skydive will be like, that's eh, not true. I'm going to say, I was going to say, you know, skydiving is so intense. Like the free fall, you can't even like enjoy the views, whereas paragliding you're just like up there floating for 20 minutes so you can actually look at the views. But I guess once your parachute, when you're skydiving, once that deploys, then you can enjoy the views. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to bring that up because I was just talking to one of my friends who studied abroad this past spring and she went to Interlaken and she skydived there. Skydove. I don't know. And she said that 
it was so cold during the free fall. She like couldn't even enjoy it. She was so uncomfortable because it was so cold and so much air. And she was like, I was miserable until the actual parachute went out. And then it was great. But she was like, the free fall was so, I was so Wait, what time of year did she go? She was there in spring semester. So I think she was there like late spring, maybe like Okay. So it would have been a little bit colder than it would have been like in September, early September. Yeah. Yeah. But that makes sense. Because I'm like, I feel like skydiving is a little bit more of like adventure, adrenaline seeking than paragliding is more of you get to enjoy these views for longer. So in the end, I feel like it was good and I was happy that we did what we did. But yeah, otherwise in Interlochen itself, the only other really thing that we did that I recommend, the Harder Kulm, Kulm, I don't know, K-U-L-M, there's like, that's like the name of a hike or a mountain or something. Um, And there's a restaurant at the top and they have this like triangle peak um, that hangs over the valley of or the town of Interlochen and the lake view and stuff like that. Um, And so that's like a big touristy spot because those photos you can get are really, really cool. Um, But I would recommend doing that because we had a really nice time up there. And if you go at sunset, that's I feel like don't go at any other time other than sunset. Sunset was beautiful. Um, golden yes, hour. you got to get those golden hour shots at the at the little peak photo spot. Um, but you can hike up it or you can take um, the little funicular thing. And I initially thought we were going to hike up it because I'm like, we're going to Switzerland. We're hiking. We're doing all these hikes. Um, but apparently the hike is just like, through the woods like you can't even see the views the whole time and it's like really steep so don't do that just do the funicular I mean you have to pay for the funicular but I kind of recommend maybe wearing like nice ish clothes when you go up there because the photos if you go at golden hour are really really pretty and we were literally in our big hiking boots and backpacks and (laughs) Yeah. So first you're like, if you're going to go to Switzerland, you better wear your hiking boots all the time. And now you're like, okay, but it was not good for the photos. So like, don't wear your hiking boots. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're right. Um, Okay. Yeah. This one classic tourist. (laughs) For this one specific part, me, (laughs) Switzerland expert here telling you what to do. (laughs) I would recommend wearing, don't wear like heels, but if we didn't have our huge hiking boots on and without our backpacks for this picture, I think it would have looked a little bit nicer. I mean, it was fine, but yeah. there were people that got like – there was a girl in a dress and this guy like picked her up and they took this really cool photo and I was like, oh, we <gasps> look so greasy. We were. This was also the day we did our <laughs> Via Ferrata that we came back and oh, then God. did this at night. So Jackson's hands are like still sweating. <laughs> still like. wet. So <laughs> yeah, so we looked a little greasy, but but yeah, it's beautiful. If you go, just take the funicular up and go wait in the line to get the photos there, and it's worth it. Also, when we were up there, <laughs> Jackson doesn't take very many photos. Usually, I'm the one that's taking photos of everything, but the sun was setting over the lake it looked very beautiful so he's like okay i'm gonna go take this photo so he's standing out on the edge with his phone out about to take a photo this guy just (laughs) oh my gosh get it under control this this guy just walks down and stands right in front of jackson with his hands on his hips just looking out at the view Jackson looks back at me like, are you serious right now? <laughs> I, that's the kind of stuff that, like, kills me. Like, I would have thought that was so I was funny. Dead. I was cracking up. <laughs> did, he, did he get a picture well, of the guy in the power no, pose? I wish. Because he starts <laughs> to just walk back, but then the guy turns around. after two. He stands there, hands on hips for two seconds, looking at the view, and then he's like, okay. And then he walks away. It's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. People just have no awareness. No social awareness. No spatial awareness. Like come on um 
Okay. I feel like the last, I feel like I have like two more things basically to talk about. Um, okay. So the Jungfrau, which I mentioned is like the h- highest mountain in this area. <clears throat> it's just under 14,000 feet. So it's not like a super high mountain. There's lots of higher mountains, but it's the highest mountain in this area of Switzerland. Um, and then there's the Jungfrau Jach, Jungfrau Dang it, I practiced this. <laughs> Jungfrau Joch. I don't know how to say it. I'm going to edit that out. Ooh, okay. No, but that's the – I heard a little – The German – little – what's that yeah, called? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the the name of the highest train station in Europe. So even though the Jungfrau isn't the highest mountain, there's no train station that's higher than this train station that takes you up oh, to this cool. mountain. And that – it was freezing up there. And – I had, you know, we'd done our research. Obviously, you're going up in altitude, you know, it's going to be cold. And I just knew from seeing videos and hearing about it that it's really, really cold there. So, I mean, I wear like my thick wool socks, leggings, long sleeve sweatshirt, jacket, everything. I mean, I'm like, okay, I felt like this was plenty and I was still freezing. But there were literally people there in shorts. I'm like, do you not think or do you not do any what? research to know like that like if you look at a single picture of this train station it's covered in snow always always uh, so it's like i don't know so you take the train up there and you get out just to like look around walk around take photos whatever yeah and then how long are you out there before you get a train to go back. I mean, I guess you can stay out there as long as you want. They have like a restaurant in the station, so you can sit and eat food there. But I don't know. I felt like that food was probably like really overpriced and I knew it wasn't going to be like that great of food. Okay. So overall, would you, would you recommend it? We'll do another go or no. Okay. For the, for the young Frau, go or no. Um, (laughs) It's getting better every time. I would say go, but it's just, you know, know what you're getting into. When you go up there, it's mostly just you're kind of looking around. You're seeing how high up you are. Jackson really wanted me to see it because he's gone skiing in the Alps before. And so he's like, you know, these Swiss mountains that we're in down lower, they're really, really cool. But he's like, when you're really up high, it's just so different. And it's just wild to me how these mountains are so big that they're so ominous and they're so scary almost. And they're just like sitting there, you know, they're just these huge things (laughs) sitting on the earth, but they're so big that you just kind of are like, I don't know, when you're walking beside them, you're just like, holy crap, this thing is huge. It's huge. Yeah. Like you can't even, I mean, was it cloudy? Like obviously no, the, we could, they like go No, we could see the whole thing. So, I mean, you could like truly appreciate like how big that big it was and everything. And Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So that was cool. But just, I mean, otherwise it's like there's like an ice museum and stuff in there i was too cold i was like we're just walking through this and you know the the <laughs> views are awesome um there's like a swiss flag up there that you can take a picture with and so you can get some like cool, cool. photos um but you don't really need to stay up there that long unless you're like eating up there um and so it's mostly you just like kind of look around a little bit at these tall mountains and then you go back down so it's like if okay take that with a grain of salt. It's a decent amount of money to get up there. Um, You might be freezing cold, but (laughs) you might not feel great because of the altitude, but it's cool views. So I might go experience, you know, that's kind of my, I think I would never be like, don't do it. That's a waste of money because I'm like, that's a very unique experience that you can have. So I'm all for do the experience once. You don't have to do it again. Definitely not. But I would definitely say go. Okay, perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is my last thing. I'm sorry. I'm talking a lot. But no, you're good. Um, another reason to go is the hike on the way down is that was like one of my favorite hikes. So you ride this train up. So you didn't take the train so down? So you take like one train. So there's like three or four different trains you have to take up. But then if you just take the okay. first train down to the first station – Then you can – there's this hike called the Eiger Trail that you can do. It's a mostly downhill trail, um, so it's not, like, super strenuous. 
Um, but definitely it's really, really rocky. So just make sure you're wearing like good hiking boots. Um, hiking yes. Boots, Which yeah. by the way, I feel so powerful in my hiking boots. I love wearing my hiking boots. I can just walk over <laughs> these huge rocks and just jump around and like I just feel so powerful. <laughs> I love wearing my hiking boots. I'm like you need to be like a promoter <laughs> of these freaking hiking boots because you like everybody needs to wear hiking I boots. I will. Needs to wear them. Should they be They're our first so sponsor of our podcast? Should I reach out? Yeah, now that now that we bring it up, I guess we should get into the first sponsor of this podcast, sponsored by my what, what are they? Obos, like, I think. Sorrel no, I think is that a brand? <laughs> Obos? Am I thinking of the right thing? Can you imagine we just like transition into <laughs> our first ad? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I will talk about them for free because I actually do. I love them so much. I'll let me know if you want me to link my hiking boots in the description so you guys can buy them. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyways, this hike was beautiful. The Iger Trail hike is really, really good. Just stop at the little town, have a nice burger and beer, and then take the train the rest of the way home. And that will be your perfect little perfect. Swiss afternoon. So, okay. But this was okay. – I think that's all really I have to say about Interlaken and the – interlocking area so that was so good it makes me like want to go so bad like I wish I was there with you because everything you talked about like I know I would love all of that I love being outdoors I love like hiking and adventure that is like so up my alley so I definitely want to go to Switzerland at some point yeah and there were so many hikes in the area that we didn't even do so it's like I would literally go back because I would redo the hikes that we did because they were so great and there's more too that I would love to experience and do so yeah yeah can't recommend it enough it was beautiful so awesome okay well um if you made it this far be on the lookout for some Instagram posts in the next couple days so you can have some reference photos and reference videos about all the different towns and places that Kelsey talked about because I feel like there was like a lot of names and a lot of different things so hopefully we can break it down and make it a little bit easier to follow on the Instagram Um, and then as Kelsey mentioned earlier we'll also get this up on YouTube eventually where we'll have even more pictures and videos to reference Um, also I love like just watching podcasts. I think it's like more fun. So if you just like the visual aspect more, you can watch the YouTube. See our beautiful faces. Yeah. Cause I look really good right (laughs) now. All right. We're here for the people. (laughs) Maybe leave Hallie a review and shout out IU so that Michigan state's not the only ones getting love. Yeah, because I constantly get reminded that Michigan State is so much better than IU because our sports teams, besides uh, basketball. Yeah, we'll see. Michigan State struggling a little bit. But, okay. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe because now we can subscribe on YouTube since Hallie called me out last time that I don't even think Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts subscribes either. So, but you can subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, but now we have so YouTube. So give us good. anything. Give us whatever. Follow us on Instagram at Love It There Pod. We'd love to have you there along for the ride with us. So tell your friends. You can listen together. It'll be yeah, a great time. We're just all here hanging out, chatting. So, all right. Yeah. Love you guys so much. We'll see you on the next one. See you next Thursday. Bye.